Woke up this morning in the middle of a torrential downpour. Yes, Ella. Yes. She loves the rain as much as I do. She's sitting here at the door. Emma's on the bed, but I'm not in the bed. We're in the middle of a hurricane. Started yesterday, and now it's just pouring down rain, and I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And I can tell right now that my voice is coming and going. Got up. So happy. Last night was the first time. I know. I know. Was the first time in two and a half years. Two and a half years since... I almost fell asleep on the couch. That's right. For the first time in two and a half years, when I finished the podcast yesterday, I had on my new Brooks tennis shoes and my insoles. And I tell you what, it makes a difference when you can stand and feel your feet. Let me just sit down here. Yeah, there we go. Makes such a difference when you can feel your feet on the floor. And it's just like, wow, I, what, how did I not know this all along? So, oh, Lord, I'm looking at the dust right here underneath the lampshade. This isn't good. Lord, how mercy. Oh, oh, don't like it. Don't like it. Okay, just deal with it. So I was just so happy. Because for the first time in two and a half years, my husband, my son, and myself were sitting on the couch watching a television show. So excited. We're in, it's inside number nine, I think. And I'm not really sure exactly what it's about. My husband just, I swear. He messaged me. He needs me to do something for him. Doesn't he know I'm in the middle of trying to do it? Let's see. Okay. Here we go. I'll tell him on the filing cabinet. There we go. Ha, ha, ha. Found it. Okay. So, back to my story. We sat down and we watched a television show. Then my son went to bed. Then my husband fell asleep on the couch. The dryer's going. I'm getting ready to jump in the shower. And then I started dozing off. And I was like, nope, I'm going into the bed now. I finally got to spend an evening where I wasn't in the bed and my husband was in the chair and my son was in his bedroom. It was just the most glorious evening. I felt like I had conquered all. I had my Brooks tennis shoes, my 10 second insoles. That's what I was told to get. 10 second insoles, my orthotics, and I was living life and I could breathe. I was up till two o'clock in the morning doing bill pay, paying bills and going, okay, this is what I'm gonna do when I get up in the morning, so excited. Then the morning came. And it just kind of stopped. 
my son had to get up to go to work. My husband was already up and it was annoying because he was just chippery and all happy and everything. And let's eat and let's this. And I, and I don't want to eat. It's so difficult to explain to somebody, no matter how kind that they're being, that just a piece of toast upsets my stomach. And I would just rather not eat. And yes, I know that's not going to make me get any healthier. And yes, I know I can't live on supplements. But if they could just give me a pill and that would be my sustenance, then that would be great. But that's not how it works. So I get up. Finally make myself get out of bed because I have to get rid of the clutter. I have to put the CPAP machine up. I can't stand all this stuff around me in the bedroom. I've got to put the breathing stuff up. I'm tired of looking at stuff that make me think I'm sick. The walker is getting ready to go up in the attic. I can't stand having it in the closet. I can't stand looking at a cane. I can't stand looking at the crutches. Yes, you're being cute, Ella. Yes, I'll rub your belly. She's like Winnie the Pooh. There you go. And I'm just, I want all of these things that represent me being sick put away. Now I know when I need those crutches and nobody else is home and I can't get up in the attic because I don't have the strength to pull the door down, I'm going to be kicking myself because I had them put up in the attic. I might not put those up because <laughs> you just never know. But I can hide those in the closet a little bit. But the walker, that's got to go. The CPAP machine's got to go. The ball that I squeeze between my legs, I just don't want to look at any of it because I can't figure out which exercise to do. Because just like it's starting to happen now, my breathing is affected. I got up like a bat out of hell when I finally decided to get up. And I start putting my son's stuff in his bag for his work. And I start looking like, okay, I want to start the laundry when my husband is off today because of the hurricane. And he's starting to do the laundry. I'm like, I don't want to do the laundry yet. I want to take a shower first and put the clothes in there. He's like, well, we've got enough for a load. And our water bill is just getting so high. I'm like, no, just let me wait. But whatever, he starts the load of laundry. And now I'm getting ready to take a shower. And we'll have a whole nother load of laundry to wash. But I just wanted to be in control. I wanted my house back. I wanted to do the laundry. I wanted the dishes done. I wanted to clean the tub. And just as I start doing things, the wind just is taken out of me, literally. Now, some people have seen, there's a reason. I do the podcast so I can share in hopes that maybe somebody else is going through it and they'll understand. Or maybe somebody can message me and go, you know what? I know exactly what your problem is. Like somebody watched one of the videos I did and they said, I think you have an occipital neuralgia thing going on or whatever that is. And I've got to look that up. Something about my neck. So I sat there and I tried to put myself in traction. Yes, there's a way you can do that. They showed me that in postural restoration where you're sitting up and you press your heels into the ground and it takes the pressure off of your neck. And when I do that, I can really, I talk better. I feel better. I'm pushing my heels and my breath feels pretty good, but just for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden I feel like I'm breathing in my chest. I can't seem to get into my diaphragm. My left side is just trick, just, just knocking just knocking. I've been trying to treat it thinking it's a fascial issue, but I think it's a diaphragm issue. I think it's because I'm not getting the air all the way into my diaphragm. And I feel like that's tightening up 
And then that's what's causing all of this pain. It's a muscle activation issue. That's what I think this 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 breather is going to be pretty good for me because I'm hoping it's going to help me. The balloon is strengthening it, but I need help strengthening the inside. It, it, it's, I don't know. There's, there's a method to this madness that's in my head, and I'm trying to figure it out. And then on my head, I just touched my head. My hair, do I wash my hair? That's a whole process. Then I've got to dry it. And then it's sitting here and I'm air drying it because I don't feel like drying it with a hair dryer. And then you got to flatten it. And I don't feel like flattening it. And I could flatten it, but I want to smell nice, fresh hair. But it's just one more thing that I have to do. And then I'm thinking, am I able to do it? And is it going to wear me out? And am I going to lose my air? Because I can tell you right now, I'm not taking my breath in properly. And it's driving me nuts. I want to do the postural restoration exercises. I got to tighten up my glutes. I've got to get my breath deep in, but there's something about it's my vocal flaps. I can I can honestly feel it's like I'm suffocating and I can feel that it's they're closing when they're supposed to be opening and then my breath is in my diaphragm, but it doesn't seem to want to come up into my chest and then it's just in my chest it's just this vicious cycle so everything that i wanted to do that i was so up and ready to do at two o'clock this morning was unachievable at 8 30 this morning so we went to ride the island i knew the island was going to be closed because of the hurricane so we went down the parkway and we looked at all of that and there are some accidents and things like that, and the rain is easing up a little bit, and then it's coming back down, and I'm just happy I don't have to go back out in it. My husband went to pick up our child. I think I might have mentioned that. I'm going to take a shower, and I'm just going to sit here and not talk because it's all I can do. I can't figure it out. Do I do my voice therapy exercises? I'm trying to breathe in like she says and then quickly let it out because there's something about when I breathe in I'm holding it for too long and you're supposed to do these quick little breath exercises I've got all these exercises to do but it's not registering in my head properly it's not making sense to me and although I know I'm supposed to be I can get the breath down there but I can't get the breath down there and stand I can't get the breath down there and talk. I can't seem to make it all function together. And it's driving me nuts. It's just absolutely driving me nuts. So the best thing for me to do is just not to talk. That way I can stand up and I can be with my family. I just am a mute. I say nothing. I listen. My husband just talks and talks pretty much like I do here. I have nothing to say because it takes away my ability to stand up and be with the family. So I've got to look at it. What do I do? Do I talk? Do I sit there and do paperwork? Or do I just not talk and I get to be around my family? Because right now, I'm feeling the tightness in my chest. I'm feeling the pain on my left side. It's like I'm gasping. I am trying to do everything I can. And I almost just poured tears when I realized that I was going down this morning because I felt so damn good last night. I was on the couch. I wasn't in the bed. 
for two and a half years, I've been in that bed because by the end of the day, I can't sit up. Now, I wasn't sitting up really straight on the couch. I was leaning back, got a chase on one side, and I had the pillows tucked back, and I had my scrunchy beanbag pillow on my neck so I could kind of lean up. <laughs> so I was still kind of like in the bed position, but I was on the couch. I wasn't in the bed, and that made such a difference. Just the change of scenery. And I had so much that I needed to get done here today, doing paperwork and this, that, and the other, because I paid bills, but I still have things I need to do. I got to call the DMV. They did my son's driver's license, but they kept his height at four foot seven. He's six foot three. That needs to be changed. But the DMV doesn't answer the phone. They're too busy. They're like, call back another time. So once I get the energy to do something, people aren't ready to work on my schedule. And today, I just wanted to just feel a little normal. I just had such a good feel of it last night. And again, I hate when I say feel normal because we're not not normal. It's just not what we're used to. And the fact that I'm happy that I sat in the living room last night and almost fell asleep for the first time in two and a half years is almost sad that I'm excited that that was my accomplishment. But I'm real happy about it. And we need to celebrate even the most minimal of things, do we not? So I guess I'm going to go ahead and jump in the shower so I can be ready when my husband and son come back home. I honestly think it's about time to medicate because the pain is just starting to get real bad and it's on my left side. It's truly only on my left side. I feel just like that diaphragm. I swear that movie, The Abyss, just keeps popping up when she has to hold her breath and die while he swims back to the submarine and then brings her back to life. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> I can't stand it. I can't stand it. It's like my biggest fear of just, uh, got, I've got a thing about small places and a thing ab about my breathing. And wouldn't you know that the one thing this illness does to me is affects my breathing. It's just a cruel joke. It's just a cruel joke. It's just like I went to the restroom and not to give you too much information because my husband says sometimes I just give too much information, but it's just what I know. And when I'm told not to do something, well, it makes it even harder for me not to. But I don't want to eat food, but I want to use the restroom. And you know what I'm talking about. And when you have gastro issues and you finally get to use the restroom and then you get to look and go, oh my gosh, it doesn't look like a rabbit pooped here. It looks like a human being. It makes you feel pretty darn good. Well, lo and behold, I thought my period started. And thank goodness it did not. It was just hemorrhoids that they can't get rid of that are burst because I don't want my period to come back because I have been in perimenopause for years and I am ready for my menopause to start. I was never supposed to have children, so I never thought about children. I thought I was going through menopause at 37, but it didn't happen. It was a bouncing baby boy. So 
I'm okay. My husband has a vasectomy. I'm not going to have kids with anybody else. So I'm okay with going through menopause because I also am told that the hormones wreak havoc on your body with this EDS. So I don't know if that's what I'm going through as well. So I'm like, just come on menopause, just come on. Because when I went and had my mammogram, because I had a period within the last six months, I couldn't be put into menopause. So I'm just holding out, going, please don't start, please don't start. And if I've said too much and that turns you off, my apologies. But I just say it, how I feel, and I just share because somebody's got to. It is part of part of our problem. And it's a miserable feeling. Why can't they just zap hemorrhoids out? There's something about the blood or something like that that they talk about that I guess it's too... I don't know. The doctor told me it just was something that they, they really don't ever do. That it's like... They've got to be super, super, super bad before they'll cut them out or even consider it. So I just figure that they are a part of my life. They're a special memory of being pregnant. And that's just what I have as that and my son. <laughs> Hemorrhoids and my son and my bosoms and my nose. So yeah, I had a lot come out from this pregnancy. I'm, I can handle the hemorrhoids and that's okay. Just no period. No period, please. Just let's go into this menopause and get it over with. I'm 53. Shouldn't it happen by now? I thank you for being here. I'm going to jump in the shower. The rain has eased up a little bit. Our hurricane status, I think, is, I think we're going into a category. I'm not really sure. I'm just going to sit here and enjoy the rain. I know I've got water. Hope the electricity doesn't go out. My son, the internet, oh no. That'll just give us a reason to talk. But then he'll be like, I wish you had gotten that generator that you've been talking about getting. And I'm like, yeah, me too. Thank you so much for being a part of this illness with me because it's miserable going through this alone. I sincerely appreciate you coming back each and every day, and I look forward to hearing from you. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.